365. The fantasy season never dies. Welcome to Every Day is Draft Day. Presented by Champions Round. What is up, everyone? I'm Dan Turner, trying this again. <laughs> Joined by Steffi Smalls. What's up, Steph? What's up? Uh, sorry about that. I don't know what I did. I need to learn how to like work devices. I feel like it was my fault, but it also might have been because you were making fun of me. I wasn't making fun of you personally. I was making fun of the Giants, which is different. I'm taking it personally. All right, so let's get to some viewer questions. So question one, would you rather have Evan Ingram or Zach Ertz in PPR? Uh, you should never trust Giants players. I don't know. This is actually interesting because if they're, you know, uh, the Chargers are giving up the eighth most points to opposing tight ends. So I do like him in the sense that I like that he's really the only option there. Um, I don't like that it's the Giants. So in that sense, I'm going to go with Ertz. He's been crushing it this year. So uh, it's going to be Ertz for me. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't trust Evan Ingram. It's not because he's a giant. He just he's has really good athletic ability. He just isn't a very good football player, honestly. Um, so, and Ertz has kind of had a, a career resurrection almost in, in Arizona. They don't use him obviously as much as he had. He wasn't. He had in Philly, but when he is used, you know, he has those, those really big games. So, I'm definitely going with Earth on this one. Yeah. My team stinks. Forget my team. Just don't, like, don't. There's too much, uh, like, up in the air with them, especially with a new quarterback. Um, And as much as he got targets and he looked good, I just still, I don't trust him. Watch. Jake is going to, like, destroy the Chargers now just because you hate him Mm -hmm. so much. He's going to have, like, five touchdowns just because... You have no faith in his ability to succeed at all. It's not going to happen. Oh, no, I know it's not. I was just trying to make you feel better. It's definitely no, not going to happen. It's fine. <laughs> all right, question number two. DK Metcalf or DJ Moore? <sighs> Metcalf has an easy... You know, the Seahawks are very frustrating. Metcalf right. is underwhelming, something that I was... And I, I was trying to tell you guys he was going to be underwhelming. But I do think that this year they have a nice matchup. Uh, I think that this would be a good time with everything going on, with them trying to get back on track, to get Metcalf going. So I am mm-hmm. going to say Metcalf. I'm going to go with uh, the other way, I think. I'm going to go with the DJ Moore. Um, it just, the, the Seahawks have just fallen off completely as a, as a team. Uh, I don't know. Like they're, they're just a bad team right now. You know, Russell isn't playing well, and I, I just believe right now in, in DJ a little bit more, see what I did there, than, uh, than DK Metcalf. So I'm going to go uh, with, with DJ. Yeah. Dan has joined. Hey, what's up, Sam? Thanks for joining us. All right, we have a question from Dom in the chat. Van Jefferson or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in his flex spot? I'll go first on this one. I'm going to go with, with, with Clyde. I oh, think yes, we don't agree. I love when we don't agree. Why are you yelling? I don't know. Yell. I'm waking <laughs> you up. You look tired. Wake I up. Am, I, I am. You exhaust me. Um, I it is it's for me it's quite over Hilaire. I think you know Van Jefferson is, is in a good offense, obviously with with Stafford and and, and Cup there, and he has the potential for more points. I just like the fact that 
I think that Kansas City is definitely having a bounce back after that, that pretty poor, you know, middle of the season. Uh, Clyde's healthy now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards uh, Edward Hilaire. Hi, I am gonna go Jefferson because I think we've only seen his targets increase since Woods is gone. I don't care that OBJ is there. He had his two highest scoring weeks these past two weeks, and I think that that's gonna continue. He's really a very consistent factor for them. So I'm gonna go with my friend Jefferson. Your friend? Yeah. Yeah, we're very close. Very close to know him personally. He invites me to his birthday parties and everything. Correct. Oh, okay. Correct. Got it. Got it. Correct. All right, next question. James Conner or Elijah Moore? We all know who I'm going to say. Well, if you know anything about me, you know I'm the biggest James Conner truther. James Conner has been playing out of his mind. I absolutely love how they, how they have used him, how they've been able to keep him healthy. Um, he's going to be a league winner for me this year. Uh, every single roster that I have him on, he's been consistent. He is a great red zone threat, and I Arizona is utilizing him every game consistently. So I like, this, the, I like the floor there, but it also comes with ceiling. I'm going to disagree with you again. Yes. I'm going to pick Elijah. I'm going to pick Elijah Moore. I think he's quickly become the number one receiver in the Jets offense. He's had 11, 8, and 12 targets the past three weeks. He's gone up against New Orleans, which, you know, is a is a great matchup for opposing wide receivers. They're the 31st in yards uh, given out to opposing wide receivers. So, and then James Conner is good. It's a, it's a good uh, matchup. It's, it's pretty close. But I'm going to lean towards uh, to Elijah Moore uh, on this one, personally. All right, in between media, hello, guys, everyone over there. Uh, Aaron Jones or Devontae Freeman this week as my running back to full point PPR. Is Aaron Jones fine? I. AJ Dillon has been eaten lately, so I'm going to go Devontae Freeman. He's actually been very consistent over there. Um, I Aaron Jones is, you know, they're using AJ Dillon, so for me, it's Devontae Freeman. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't think that, that Jones is 100%. Healthy, um, but if he's playing, I'm gonna take Jones. I just think he has a lot more upside than than Freeman. If Freeman's is good, but he like you said, he's steady, and I, I agree completely with that. I just don't think he has the kind of upside that that Jones can give you if mm -hmm. he gets all the uh, all the carries. Okay. Well, we'll see. This is great. I'm not agreeing at all on anything. This is the best show I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I'm so thrown off by the technical difficulties. We were like all the way up here. It was going so well. And then it was yeah. like. Psh. We gotta come back. We can come back. It's fine. We got this. All right. Where does Christian McCaffrey rank in redraft next year for you? I don't know. Wait, I can't wait. stop looking at the fact that you have two little um, poop emojis and they look like your nipples right now. Yes. <laughs> it's a shirt. Okay. It's a shirt. Uh, listen, CMC again. Yes. Yeah. Not victory lapping injuries. Uh, no running back should not be drafted as high as they have in the past. The running back position gets hurt. Uh, you should plan on guys like this that are on not good of teams to that are the focal point. They end up missing games. Uh, three games last year, seven games this year. He's ending the season with 99 carries, 442 rushing yards. Great. Uh, but now what are you going to do the rest of the season? You don't have him. So for me, uh, he's, you know, late, late first round, staying mm -hmm. away from him probably uh, a little bit in general. Yeah, I agree. I think he's he's definitely late first round for me. He's, he's behind uh, a couple backs now. 
I don't know, being as hurt as he is. I mean, it was bound to happen. I mean, he was, he was getting so many touches for so many years that, you know, it, the body breaks down. I mean, he can't, he's, he's never been the biggest guy to begin with. So it was only a matter of time. And now, you know, with, with all the, the, the injuries this year, I, I, I'm going to push him down. Uh, my boy, I probably won't even, I mean, even if he's there, I'll probably go for like a Kelsey or, or, or an Adams over, over him. Uh, but that's definitely around the range now where I would feel comfortable uh, taking him. Yeah. Personally. And now we're seeing, you know, especially this year with how everything has gone down with the running back plague, you really, some of these guys were free, basically, in those late, late rounds that are now going to be league winners. Um, so it, to me, it's not really worth it. I, I don't think that zero RB is, I think that's a theatrical the way it's described, but because you still need running backs, but again, uh, you know, how many, how many times, how many weeks have you wavered a guy because one of your running backs got injured? But, um, so, uh, you're, thea you're theatrical about that. Huh? I said you're theatrical. I am theatrical. Like you're you're theatrical. theatrical too. Did you see? You guys need to go look at Dan's video announcing his uh, stadium giveaway from last week. It's very theatrical. It is. It's the most theatrical I've ever been in my life. Ever. Yeah, for anything. Yeah. So that was, that was, I hope everyone enjoys that treat. All right. What's the best landing spot fantasy wise for Russell Wilson next year? I don't. I like just don't really care. Um, there's two spots that are, I guess, fine. Um, I like the idea of Denver. Uh, I think he gets an improvement there at the O line, and then he gets some a really nice young receiving core, and a coach that doesn't isn't obsessed with wanting to run the ball, but. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily going to happen. People have said Washington. That's interesting to me. Um, I Again, doesn't seem like a Washington move. And Pitt, Pitt doesn't give away uh, first-round picks very often. So it would be different for their franchise, but I would love it. They might be one of the most quarterback-needy teams now in the league. I actually would love him on Pitt. Yeah, I think Pitt, Pitt would be an awesome uh, choice for him with uh, with those uh, those weapons and the, the better line is up against Seattle. Uh, I think the Saints would be a good uh, good spot for him. Uh, the Raiders. But I don't think the Raiders are going to get get rid of Carr. I think Carr's going to stick around there. Um, I would like him in Philly as long as it doesn't cost us a bunch of draft capital. Like I was trying to be nice, um, but that is the first one I was thinking. Um, mm -hmm. But because you guys have a lot of draft, you have exactly what they need. So basically. What Seattle needs to do is they need to fix their mistakes from the past uh, when they used to give away draft picks like they were lollipops. Um, mm -hmm. So they need to go for a team that they're going to be able to accept their somewhat of a rebuild and start uh, getting back some draft picks um, and not making the same mistakes that they've made in the past. Yeah, I think that, you know, if the price is right, he, uh, I think that he would work out really well. Um, in Philly, I just don't want to give up, you know, the multiple first. Some people say it might take. Like, I don't think it's it's cost effective for what we need. Like, we need to rebuild the defense with those picks and stuff. We're not like a Russell Wilson away from winning the Super Bowl. We need more stuff. So, as much it would be cool to, to have him here, I just don't want to overpay for him. Yeah, maybe you can give them Rager. I bet everyone wants him. Um, I'm pretty sure they would have to pay someone to take Rager. Uh, <laughs> Because I'd rather trust you out there right now catching a football than mm. Daniel Baker. That's a bold strategy considering I'm another NFC East 
And I would obviously drop the ball too on purpose. Um, on purpose? Yeah. Yeah. That's very petty of you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Staking in the NFC East, what's the best spot? And our last question, what's the best spot for Michael Gallup? Uh, everyone's obsessed with Kansas City. So I, we're not, I'm not saying Kansas City. We're not I like Kansas, New Kansas, England. Kansas City. And listen to me. It reminds me, we're entering this point where, if everyone remembers when Brady, back in the day, he used to, you know, not get paid as much so that he could surround himself with as many weapons as possible. Uh, you know, the Patriots still, what is it? I think they still have like 30 mil in cap space. Um, and Gallup, you know, he has that wide receiver one upside, um, but he may mm. not come with that price tag given his, you know, his career stats are not as reflective of the talent that he is so i think he could fit perfectly he will be a somewhat i don't want to say cheap option but for what you're getting talent wise you're also you know giving jones someone that's a deep ball threat that can you know go up a contested catch and make those big plays um i know Bourne is getting a lot of time whatever fine um but as uh bill belichick starts letting go of the reins a little bit mac gets more comfortable Give him another weapon, um, and you know this is how this Patriots dynasty keeps going on and on and on. Is because they mm. make moves like this. Yeah, the, the Patriots are definitely a good option. I would like to see him. Um, I think his place would be Indy. I think that him slotting in next to uh, Michael Pittman, uh, you know, the, the Mike times two, that would be a really good fit for him and really complete that that offense looking for that that kind of number two receiver. Now that Ty Hilton's kind of. You know, he's getting older. He's 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 a bit injury prone. So having that that uh, that guy there uh, would be uh, awesome. Uh, like I mean, if you wanted to be like the wide receiver one, you can go to like Detroit. Uh, but I don't know why you would want to go there. Really, yeah. is an option too. Uh, but yeah, but I think that I think uh, out of all the options, I think the Raiders. Uh, I mean, the, the Patriots. Oh, that was the one too for Wilson. I think would be spicy. The Raiders. Just fun. What do you think they get rid of Derek Carr? I I feel like Derek Carr could go elsewhere. Derek Carr to Washington? Why not? Who says no? I don't know. Derek Carr? <laughs> Derek Carr might probably re- probably Washington fans. Washington, yeah. Well, I don't know Washington. That he'd be really good in Washington uh, with uh, with Warren and, and Gibson there. That'd be an awesome thing. Honestly. Yeah. All right. So for the next part of our program, we're gonna talk about some uh boost ball lineups if you don't know about boost ball it's on the uh the champions round app go check that out you basically set a lineup for a couple of weeks whoever has the most points at the end of those weeks wins pretty cool it's great it's like so we're gonna go through some lineups today first we have mark underscore luther woo! Uh, woo. his lineup consists of matthew stafford and Taysom hill at qb alexander Madison and Antonio gibson at running back T. Higgins and L. Dell Beckham and Michael Pittman at wide receiver. And his tight end is Mark Andrews. His flex are George Kittle and Leonard Fournette. His kicker is Nick Folk. And his defense is Buffalo. Nice. What do you think about that team? Who is that? Oh, Taysom Hill. What a beautiful person to have right now. I think that, he, you know, the points are going to be there. Who... Who else was it? Pittman? What's going on with Pittman? I don't know. You tell me. No, you tell me. I'm asking you. I need you to tell me. He is. He. It's Carson Wentz's fault. That's that's my answer to everything. It's always Carson Wentz's fault. That's what. That's wrong with the Colts. 
Uh, just blend corn to customer. That's, yeah. that's what it does. Kittle's right. heating up. That might be a nice boost Kittle option. Kittle is. At that um, time, because... Looked great because they were having him block and he was actually playing his freaking position. So uh, he might mm -hmm. be a nice option to put as a boosted player. Yeah. Yeah, Kittle will be a, a good option to be a boosted player uh, from here on out. All right. The next uh, roster is from the Hazed Eyed... Hazed, I'm sorry. The Hazel Eyed boy yeah all right his quarterbacks He's are exactly Colin Murray and Matthew Stafford that's really good his running backs are Elijah Mitchell and Mark Ingram his receivers are Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk yeah, his tight end is one second he doesn't have one he doesn't have a tight end yeah, exactly. He doesn't. He is missing a tight end. So my first recommendation is get a tight end. Get a tight end. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. But the Jefferson yeah. I like a lot. That, that's someone that was my boosted player last week. Uh, that Kirkin Jefferson connection has slowly been strengthening, improving. Mm -hmm. I understand that Kubiak stinks, Zimmer stinks. Um, but when <laughs> Kirk, you know, Kirk's having a like a career high year statistically across the board. Um, 340 mm -hmm. yards this past weekend, granted, yes, against the Lions, but the Vikings are still able to put up points, and if they want to stay in things, they really have to start airing the ball out. They can't keep the ball on the ground the way that they have been. Yeah, I agree. I think that with those running backs, Mitchell like, has that job, although he is, uh, I think he's banged up a little bit uh, this week, so he might miss some time. Is he? That could hurt. He might be. Uh, I just wrote everyone's my, uh, banged up. It's the my... end of the season. I know, I know. No I one know, practices. Everyone's banged up. I know, I know. Because uh, Jermichael, uh, not Jermichael, yeah, Jermichael Hasty was one of my waiver pickups because I saw that uh, that Mitchell was hurt, but uh, but we'll see. But yeah, the rest of the roster he has is is, is pretty good. Ingram uh, didn't really do. He didn't really do much. He's more of a name at this point now. He's not really you know a yeah. producer. Yeah. 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 So yeah, my voice sometimes out. Is today a draft day? Yes, it is a draft day. Yeah, somewhere, is. somewhere there's a draft. And we have the statistics to prove it. I we don't do. know them, but we have them. They're somewhere. They're somewhere. All right, so the last team is Smooselli. That's an awesome name. Woo! Right. His, his quarterbacks are Taysom Hill and Tom Brady. His running backs are Jonathan Taylor, Stoney Michelle. His wide receivers are Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, and Justin Jefferson. Jesus. How did he do that? How? I don't. Well, his tight ends are Foster Monroe, and then his flex is Jalen Waddell and Freddie Swain. That's probably how he did it. His kicker is Chris Boswell, and he has the Dolphins defense. That's probably how he got the other three receivers. He yeah, but still, Swain, regardless, flex. that's a good team. That's a good team. Wow. I like that team a lot. Okay, I'm like jealous. Yeah. Why didn't I think ahead. of that? Waddle is your flex? Come on. That's right? rude. Taylor, Hill, Cup, and Jefferson. And Brady. Forget and Brady? Come on. Yeah, that team that team wins. How are yeah. your hardest uh your biggest issue is gonna be deciding who the heck you want to boost? Right, exactly. That that would be that would be something. I who would you boost? Probably Taylor, honestly, because this has, week, has, who, who do they have again? I always forget. You always forget? 
I always forget when I'm on shows. Like, I know them, and then I get on, and I'm like, I, I don't know. The next game is December 18th against the Patriots. Mm. So I don't really know that. But they have a bye this week. Basically. Yeah. So it is Miami and you guys, the Eagles. Us guys, yes. Yes, that team mm. over mm. there. I have a bye this week. Yes. Yeah. Why I'm surprised. No one. I know they. Ha- I know the Eagles have a bye, but they also have a very easy. They have the easiest schedule uh, in the league. So I probably Listen, would have added. We went over this. It's not easy. We can't even beat the New York Giants. Okay, but you guys are. That doesn't mean that they won't score points for uh, just because you guys stink doesn't mean you're a bad fantasy option. That's exactly what it means. Oh, and also Devontae Smith really annoys me. Just so you know. Does it annoy you as much as I annoy you? No. Okay. Well, then good. They're pretty level though. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, in the Jets game, they they targeted Goddard like a ton. And, I mean, and game well, open. figure it out. Do you want to play game well or do you not want to play game well? Your team is annoying, and I already don't like you. And now you're annoying me, and you're you're <laughs> messing with my fantasy team. And now I'm getting pissed because it's like you need well, to decide good. every single that, time. I bench Devontae Smith, he goes off, and then when I don't, honestly. he gets four points. Like figure mm-hmm. it out, bro. Yeah. So what happens is I wait until you post your lineup, and then I call them and be like, "Don't play him because Steph." I knew him. it. And, and I just want to mess mess you up. That's, what That's annoying. Well, I mean, you know, it happens. I'm not even going to apologize. I'm not sorry. So, but for my boosted players uh, coming up, just in general, even that, I mean, these are really good teams. I think that that their team is is easily like the winner out of these three. Um, but some boosted players that I would be looking at as uh, for this week is is Dak. Dak's playing against Washington, which has the the 31st ranked uh, pass defense in the NFL right now. So, you know, he can light it up. And the Dallas offense has been kind of shaky the past couple of couple of weeks. So that's a get-right game for them. Uh, and then Austin Eckler, I think. Uh, Eckler has been really consistent. We know with all the injuries around him, he's pretty much been the only guy that's that, that survived him and, uh, and Taylor. Uh, and he faces actually the, the Giants, who are 30th against the run. So, you know, the Giants, you got to put something when you play the Giants. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. It's a lie. Uh, so before we wrap the show, we have, also have a fun giveaway to announce. We have a LaVisca Chenault signed jersey. You don't want to know who I would boost? No, I don't care. Uh, Why? <laughs> who would you boost? You. I'm gonna tell, I'll just Why? give two quick ones. Oh, God. Who would you boost? Okay. Tell me. Um, I'll just give one. Uh, I forgot who I was going to say now. Oh, my God. Off. I you threw you. me off. Oh, if so Big Ben much. is actually playing, actually Mason Rudolph probably is a better option, but Vikings are giving up the most points to wide receivers. Last week, it was the second most points. Their defense looks just gross. Um, so this is a great week for Deontay Johnson. That's all. So you're boosting Deontay Johnson? Sure. Or... I just decided. Okay. I, that was on a whim. All I right. Just... She's boosting Deontay Johnson. Uh, anyway. So back to the giveaway. <laughs> so this is a Chanel signed jersey. Basically, you have to DM us the phrase I'm about to say on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube to enter for a chance to win. However, you must be subscribed to our YouTube channel. The key phrase is Asta Labisca, baby. <laughs> so you just enter that on our on our YouTube, oh Instagram, or Twitter, uh, and you'll be entered for a chance to win as long as you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. 
Uh, so that about do it for this episode of Everyday is Draft Day. Sorry for those technical difficulties at the beginning, but thanks yeah. for everyone that, that uh, stayed with us. Uh, Steph, do you have anything else you want to add? Any, any, any uh, um, fun things you're doing this weekend? Any, no, uh, I don't think I have anything Nothing. else. I'll be at US Bank Stadium with a crap load of stuff. So if you have Vikings fan friends or Steelers fan friends, send them my way. We'll be posting details on TikTok, Twitter, all the good stuff you can find me. I had actually a blast at the uh, game last weekend or a couple days ago, I guess now. And mm -hmm. it was so fun to meet people off of Twitter. Uh, they're a really good time. Well, Craig's like, who wouldn't be subscribed? I don't know. That's a, I, good question. That's a great that's, question. That's a, I would be very sad if someone wasn't, to be honest. It, it would hurt my soul. Yeah. Uh, couldn't be me. No, it couldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with uh, with the giveaways, with the with the Elijah Moore signed helmet. It was the first time you know I did something like that, so that was, was a lot of fun. Uh, my waiver article is coming out now. Come out, I say now. So check out that. Uh, so yeah, and we'll be back uh, next week. Yeah. Cool. Have a great week, everyone. If you fancy playoffs are starting, good luck to all those that are yeah, in the playoffs. Good luck. And uh, peace out, everybody.